Welcome to My Heart Songs podcast number 146, Be Your Greatest, part three. In the spiritual dimension, perhaps strength is the willingness to be compassionate in the face of enormous world suffering. Endurance is the ability to stay positive and grounded in one's most uplifting values. Balance is achieved through regular prayer or meditation, and flexibility is operative when I embrace the best of the many diverse traditions, embodying their interconnections and common wisdom messages. I love this quote by Valerie Cower, founder of the Revolutionary Love Project. In the face of horrors visited upon our daily world, in the struggle to protect our loved ones, choosing to let in joy is a revolutionary act. And similar sentiments from a singer named Night Birdie on America's Got Talent. You can't wait until life isn't hard anymore before you decide to be happy. See the podcast notes link. Wise words. Are joy and suffering two sides of the same cosmic coin? And how might they be related to spirituality? Have you rejected the religion of your parents? Is the idea of spirituality not important or even on your radar? I certainly encountered an abundance of hypocritical, phony, holy, which made it difficult to even relate to the term at all for many years. I do have some basic values that guide my life without invoking any divine assistance. I think of spirituality as a personal journey, while religion is an organizational roadmap. Sometimes they cross and overlap, and while they can support each other, often one can be a barrier to the other. Religion can be narrow, exclusive, bigoted, and replete with prejudice, a cloak one can wear or discard depending on what circumstances dictate. Spirituality has no bounds, while religion tends to be full of constraints. The great societal lie is the oft-expressed certainty that heaven and hell are other than here on earth, and that one must embrace a religious belief in a god often one who monitors every thought and action and who will then punish or reward us for them. The notion that the purpose of life is to suffer, and if we do it well, then we're rewarded in heaven, never quite rang true for me. I have come to believe only what resonates in the inner altar of my heart and the investigation of my own life. The spiritual quest is something akin to going to a flea market. Many vendors will claim they have what you need. The way will be filled with an array of superficial junk requiring sifting through to find something meaningful. I hold dearly the positive values of the religion in which I was raised and try to practice them, just without the church-going trappings and interpretations. And I have forged a number of daily, weekly, monthly, seasonal, and yearly practices that put those principles into action. From a life-honoring altar in my home to daily gratitude and affirmation routines, monthly fasting to solstice celebrations and visiting sacred outdoor locales, I strive to keep my spiritual flame burning. To keep an open heart in the face of suffering is to exercise my compassion muscles. The Buddhist teacher Thich Nhat Hanh uses the beautiful analogy of pouring a handful of salt in a cup of water, which makes it undrinkable. But the same amount of salt into a river allows people to continue to use the water for their daily needs. The immensity of the river contains great capacity to receive and transform. Quote, When our hearts are small, our understanding and compassion are limited, 
and we suffer. We can't accept or tolerate others and their shortcomings, and we demand that they change. But when our hearts expand, these same things don't make us suffer. We have a lot of understanding and compassion and can embrace others. We accept others as they are, and then they have a chance to transform. Close quote. Regularly checking in and asking if I am living my most cherished values is a way to promote spiritual endurance. Over time, kindness, gratitude, and the positive use of my creativity for service become more habitual. Balance occurs when I regularly create the time and space for contemplation, meditation, or prayer. And prayer in this context is not a prescription for getting things, a practice that makes God happy, or a get-out-of-jail-free card into heaven. It's being present and connecting to what is in front of me with appreciation. Finally, flexibility remains powerful whenever I examine and explore what other spiritual paths may have to teach me. For me, the essence of spirituality is connection to the universe and this marvelous planet with its myriad life forms impossibly small and expansively large. This includes you and me and other sentient beings throughout all the twists and turns of our unique evolutionary, revelatory, transformative individual journeys. When I slow down enough to participate in common natural unfoldings, dusk and dawn with their twilight yearnings, sunset and sunrise, watching the stars emerge and wink away, moonrise and moonset, the turning of the seasons, I create a reverence for the ordinary. I honor the awe-inspiring mystery, the beauty and bounty of the world around me, and the world seems enough, I'm enough, and life's blessings are abundant and enough. Freedom, happiness, peace, and acceptance are all nurtured by the welcoming spaciousness and ordinary magic of the natural world. Beyond philosophical concepts, scientific proof, or religious trappings, I regularly experience the truth of this directly. Up to my neck in the here and now, I gradually have realized how interconnected absolutely everything is. The clothes on my back, the remains of supper on my plate, and the roof over my head were all fabricated, grown, or created through the interdependent interactions of the biosphere and its inhabitants. All life matters, and everything belongs. Thanks again for listening, and remember friends and family can easily sign up at myheartsongs.org.